Bwana Yesu asifiwe. We want to go straight into the word of God, the book of Deuteronomy chapter 8 uh, from verse 11 to 18. Uh, but before that I just want to form a foundation of maybe what I'll be speaking in the next two or three weeks because I want to do a series of teaching about something. And uh, I'll be talking about the covenant. A covenant is an agreement between two or more people. That is what a covenant is about. And now we are not living in the old times. We are living in the new covenant of the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed at Calvary, the book of Mark 14. The blood of Jesus was shed so that we can enter into a new covenant because in the Hebrew setup, every covenant there has to be an animal that will have to die. There has to be blood that will have to be shed and therefore you find that hiyo covenant lazima pia kukuwe na consequences kwa wale ambao watavunja uh, that covenant so we have got all manner of covenants that are there but i just want to dwell on the covenant that are very biblical and the covenant that we we'll be looking unto so through the blood of jesus we have become a new creation we have entered into an agreement We have entered into a covenant with our God that he is our God. Uh, he shall walk with us and for us we shall be holy and we shall serve God with all that we have. Bwana Yesu asifiwe sana. So that is basically what a covenant is all about. And every covenant has got terms. There are covenants that also have an expiry date that it has got to keep on uh, being renewed. Every covenant has a purpose and to it every covenant has the details of a person uh, uh, id and all that and then there has to be a seal a seal muhuri to seme kama wa lawyer all those things they have to be there because when the lawyer comes in it shows that it is an authenticated document our seal is in the blood of Jesus Christ and the terms of our covenant they are in the word of God. Dio tunasema agano agano ya kwanza na agano ya pili because the word of God it is able to stipulate what the covenant of God is all about. And I just want to go through covenants because there is a covenant we call Abrahamic covenant. This was a covenant that God made with Abraham when he told Abraham leave your land and you go to this land. Na Mungu alimwambia mambo kadhaa I will bless you. Na akamwambia look outside. Can you count the stars? That is how your descendants will be and by this time they didn't have even a child. And God be sure he came to fulfill that covenant even when Abraham failed and went through another way. Ajaribu kujisaidi? Si mnakumbuka hiyo story ya Hagai where the wife alimwambia, "Hi, for how long are we going to wait for this God?" go with my maid and tujipange katika hiyo mambo but god is so gracious hakuacha kufulfill to bring the actual covenant and the actual promise so there were things and promises that god made with abraham there is another covenant with call noah covenant this was a covenant that god made with noah after noah they stayed for 40 days and 40 nights in the ark When he came out and he made a sacrifice before God 
what was a sign? There was a covenant that God said, I will not destroy my people again with the flood. But people are still being destroyed. Don't ask me why. Go and find out. And there was a rainbow that was a sign that sealed that kind of a covenant that was there. There was the mosaic covenant. That was a covenant that was made between Moses and God. And the first five books of, uh, of the Bible, we call them what? The Pentateuch. By, uh, they, they are the books of the law. That is where the mosaic uh, covenant is also there. We have got Davidic covenant that comes from David of how God said that from you. You remember Jesus is being called the son of? The son of David. It came out of it from there. But when we come to our day, now when we come down, we have different covenant that God has made with us. There is a covenant of wealth. There is a covenant of health. There is a covenant of peace. There is a covenant of protection. And there are many other covenants that are there that I'll be able to speak about so that you can be able to understand and to be able to know it is your, it is your right for you to be able to have that. And today I'm going to introduce with the covenant of wealth. The covenant of wealth. Let me see the people who are taking notes in this service. If you are taking notes, lift up your hand. Thank you so much. And if you don't have a notebook, it's always good to come with a notebook. You can refer to these notes when you are doing Bible study and they can really be able to be of good help. Now, let me have Deuteronomy, uh, Deuteronomy 8, 18. Verse 18, what does it say? If you can read from there, let us read. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore unto thy fathers. Praise the Lord. It is God. It is not because of your hard work. It is not because you are smart. You have got very uh, good ways that you do your business or the way you work. It is all because of the covenant. And the Bible says, he giveth you power to be wealthy. What is the difference between wealthy and riches? Can you say that in English? Okay, thank you for that. Can we have another try? What is the difference between you are rich, that person is so rich, but that person is very wealthy? What is the difference? Let me help you. I was reading at the dictionary this morning, and this is what it gave me. That wealth, it is continuous. Okay? Let's take somebody like Chris Kirubi. Chris Kirubi is not rich, but he is wealthy. Even if that guy decides just to go for holiday, there is money that will automatically flow into his account, isn't it? But riches, nile ambao unaenda inaitoje hii mchezo mnacheza tatua. Unapewa milioni. <laughs> unapewa milioni mbili. Bwana <laughs> Yesu sifiwe. And uh, unaenda una nini zituanga zote zinaisha. So at that particular time you are rich. Or you have made some money 
for some time. The difference is that riches, it comes for a period of time. But wealth is something that is continuous and it increases. So God is not only saying he's going to make a covenant of riches with us, but a covenant of wealth. The Bible says that Jesus became poor so that through that poor we may be rich. You may have been born in poverty, you may be experiencing poverty, but it is not the will of God for you to remain in poverty. The word of God has given you the principles. It has given you the strategy for you to come out, to transit out of there and to start your journey as the journey of wealth. So I want us now to look at the covenant, uh, the covenant of uh, wealth. And that is also going to be directed by Marakai chapter 3. Marakai 3, 8, 8 to 12. Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, wherein have we robbed thee? In tithes and? So it is not only in offerings that we rob God. I mean in tithes, but in offerings. Continue. You are cursed with a curse. So anybody who steals from God, there is a curse in their life. There is a curse I usually say. It is a self-imposed curse. Hiyo siyo mtu walikuletea. Niwe mwenyeo umejitakia. Hiyo laana imekuja kwako. And one of these curses, it is when you steal from God. It is when you are not giving the full 10% from the Lord. You have a business here that is giving you 10,000. You have a job giving you 20,000. You have another business giving you 10. Lakini unakuta katika hizi tatu, it is only one you are tithing from. Bona sifuwe sana. So what we are saying is that you give, you are faithful with your offering and you are faithful with your tithe. And it is not only in your tithe, juu ya mapato ile unapata, unatoa tufungo rakumi. Even when somebody blesses you, you get a 10%. I gave a testimony in the morning service, how somebody came to my office and blessed me with some money. And immediately, I took an envelope and I put the tithe of that money that I was blessed with because I wanted to be careful. When somebody blesses you with a thousand, there is a hundred shillings that belongs to God. And tithe, it doesn't mean when you give nine percent and ten, and not ten, that you have given your tithe. You have still stolen from the Lord. But tithe, it is when you do a proper calculation and you say, yes, this is my 10% and I will give to God. And you don't give this month, you jump this month and you don't give the other month. You have to have consistency for the blessing of God to come through your life. So one of the ways that God has purposed for us to walk in the covenant of wealth for us to experience wealth and riches and the overflow, it is when you are faithful with your tithe. You have done business, you have made 200,000 shilling, 20,000 belongs unto the Lord. You are working, and then, kuna ile ajui inaitwa gross. Ile ajakuwa deducted inaitwa je, Caleb. Inaitwa gross. So you give your 10% from the gross and not from the net. 
Bwana asifuwe sana. Maloni wewe ndio uliingia, wewe ndio ulijua, ulijua ya kwamba ukiingia katika maloni, Mungu bado utampea nini? So don't give a 10% from your net because you are stealing from the Lord. Are we together until there? Bwana asifiwe sana. So the Lord is saying you are cursed with a curse. Haijalishi nani atakuombea until the day you decide to give 10%, that is when that curse will come out of you. And what does it mean when there is a curse in your life? Whatever you do does not prosper. You continue losing and losing. You are working lakini unakuta ya kwamba whatever you are making it is just getting scattered. Bwana asifiwe sana. There is a negative, there is a minus in your life that whatever you are gathering it is just getting scattered. Why? Because the covenant of wealth you are not honoring by giving to God. Also when it comes to the offertory, there is also another place that uh, the Bible is saying we also steal from God. How? Because when you come and bring something lower than how God has blessed you, you have stolen from the Lord. Maybe you are in a position you can give 200 shillings and an offertory. Lakini wewe unaamua nifinje tu 50 bob. That is what you have decided forever in your life next year the other next year 50 shillings you need to grow in the way you are giving if you were giving last year 50 bob come to 100 come to 150 next year then you continue getting like that so that you can be able to increase so we steal from god when we give lower than the way god has been able to bless us you remember the two people who brought their offering before jesus there was a rich man who brought a lot of money and there was a poor widow who just brought a mite before the Lord. Who received the blessing? The poor widow. Because she gave out of her wealth. But this one gave just for the sake of giving. So it is my prayer that the Lord will be able to help us. What are the benefits of tithing? Let me get there. When you tithe, you reverse every curse in your life. The curses we are talking about when you are tithing, that curse will never come to your house, it will never come to your life, it will never come to your children. And God does not only bless us with money, even health, even joy, even peace, even many other things, that is where God is able to bless us. So for the robbers who are here, I did not call you a robber, it is the bar. Did you see something like that? Are they called thieves or robbers? Nigani na ingine? sana. So it is my prayer that you are going to church. You are going to be because if you are not little in the, if you are not faithful in the little that God has entrusted you, why are you just telling God to make you a millionaire and you are not faithful to tithe out of the ten thousand that God has given unto you? We need to watch that. And therefore, we can reverse every curse by giving our 10% and giving the right offering. Some of the offering tunaleta hapa, mungu akiangalia hivi anaona ni madharao. Akiangalia hivi anaona ya kwamba, wewe ni kama hujui ni nani ambao unaletea ile sadaka ambao inaleta. Ni kama vile the Old Testament talk about, when you bring an animal, usileta ile ambao inanini, it has got Maybe one leg is not okay. Ama jichomoja yoni vizuri. You bring something whole. You bring something complete. When you bring your offering to God, when God looks unto it, 
Is he rejoicing about it? The other thing about the tithe, it opens the windows of heaven and pour the blessings of the Lord. When you are a tither, when you are not stealing from God, God will open the windows of heaven. And believe you me, when the windows of heaven are open, there is a house. When the windows of heaven are open, there are blessings, there are money. There is a car, and not only a car, even cars. There are property. There are great things that God will be able to release so that you can be able to locate it here on earth. The other thing is that when you are a tither, God will give you abundant of blessings such that there will be no room. Praise the Lord. I don't want to ask you, has God blessed you with a lot of money such that you don't have room even to be able to keep it? Has God blessed you in a great way such that unajipata ya kwamba hi unagawanya, unapeana because of the overflow of the blessing of God. That is another thing that the tithe does. The other thing that the tithe does, it rebukes the devourer. Who is the devourer? The devil. Bwana sifuwe sana. Ukienda upande shamba yako, hawa devourer abawa na move from county to county. Have you seen the devourers? What are we calling them? To some people that is food, it is a meal, isn't it? But to us, spiritually, we see a curse that is moving from county to county. Na ikingia kwa shamba moja, ina make sure, ina kula kila kitu. But you see, when you are a tither, God will protect your land. Zinaweza hata samba hapo juu, na zipite, na hazita angalia kwako, because there is a protection of the blood of Jesus. There is a covenant of earth that the owner of this land has got together with our God. One time I gave you a testimony and I repeat that testimony that we were given by a person who takes care of our land somewhere. Kulikuwa wakati wakiangazi kwa hivyo hakuna majani ilikuwa inapatikana. And he told us, it seems in this area it's only your land ambao tunapata kuna majani ambao tunapeleka katika factory. And do you know what he told me? You people must be faithful in your time. Bwana sifuwe sana. I just humbled before God and I said, thank God because somebody else has seen the impact of what the tithe has done. The tithe built a wall of fire around your wealth, around you and your family in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, siyaze kuambia mungu, wacha ni nitakupea next month. Wacha hiyo ujanja ujanja. Kuna watu hapa tu wanaandika kama mahali hata Mungu nitaandika ndio ujue ya kwamba bado nina deni. Yes you continue writing but you are withholding the blessing that come with that tithe. Because I believe when you get to your money the first thing that you should always do it is to give your 10%. That shows you love God. That shows that God is number one. And God has enabled you to have what you have. Why should he be the last? So, the Lord will rebuke the devourer for your sake. There is a genuine breakdown. I don't refuse. It happens. Every time you want to go somewhere, your car is perfect. It is okay. It is a new car. Lakini unakuta ya kwamba inaleta mashida shida. 
ambazo zio za kawaida upeleke kwa mechanic 50000 imeenda 60 imeenda that is a devourer hello bwana sifue sana there is a genuine one that can be able to happen lakini kuna ingine utaona hii hapana hii imekuja kukula what i already have bwana sifue sana when we are givers unto the lord the lord will make sure that your harvest is not destroyed there are people who have got something I call almost their syndrome. Every time when you are just worked hard, when you are just almost to break through, when you are almost to get a very good deal in a business, when you are almost to harvest and get some money, something just happened and you get yourself to zero. That is a demonic force that is working in your life and today we interject it in the name of of Jesus Christ and we declare you will never lose your harvest in the name of Jesus. It's not for you to work very hard then somebody else to be sitting and enjoying your harvest somewhere else. I pray that the Lord will bless you that even when you are almost to break through that the Lord will still be able to work with you. When we are tithers and we give good offerings we overcome the spirit of barrenness and stagnation. Barrenness ni vile unapata ya kwamba unafanya kazi but there is nothing to show. Your life is not fruitful in anything. You have been in Nairobi for 30 years working. Lakini tukija kwa kijiji hakuna nyumba ya maana ambao umejijengea. Bado unaishi kwa nyumba ya mama na umeoa. Hello man. Praise me to the name of the Lord. And yet you say I work with the government, I do this. There is no investment that you are doing yote unaku apana something you need to know about money you need to remember the three s about money you have got to sow some to give to the work of god you've got to save some and you've got to spend some awezi enda tu ukule kila kitu kama mtu afikiri unasema tunaenda binguni wana sifiwe do you remember a cult that used to be somewhere in the lift valley walikuwa nauza magariza wanasema yesu anarudi Na wakristo wengi walikimbia wako kuzichukua because they knew when Jesus is going to come, he's going to come like a thief. Na waliuza, saizi ni maskini. Mwana yesu wasifuwe sana. Even if we are going to heaven and we are passers by, but yet God has given us common sense that what he has given to us, you can save, you can spend, and you can be able to sow some. In the house of God, you can bless somebody, you can stand with a certain family. So when we are givers, we overcome stagnation, we overcome uh, barrenness. Now, something else about that, when we are big givers, all nations shall call you blessed. Not only the nation of Kenya, even when unaenda maju uko, watu wanakuangalia na wanasema enyewe wewe, mungu wamefanya nini? You don't need to testify. By the way you live, by the way you are walking, by the, your environment, we can be able to tell that the Lord has blessed you. When you are a giver, God increases your income. Unajipata taithi yako inaendelea ikifanya nini? Inaendelea ikiongezeka. Why? Because you have been faithful to the Lord. So you find that uh, the covenant of prosperity and wealth are strengthened when we are good give us when we tithe and when we give a 10%. Let me finish by this.
Let me finish by this about a covenant. I want to, co to conclude by saying, according to Exodus chapter 2 and verse 24, God remembers a covenant. That he has a covenant with you. You know he remembered the children of Israel after suffering. So sometimes you may look at yourself and you think God has forgotten you. But God, after Rachel suffered without a child, but the Bible says God remembered Rachel. So God remembers every covenant that God has for you. The other thing, 1 Kings 8.23, God keeps a covenant. We are the ones who are unfaithful to break a covenant. We are the people who bleach the covenant of the Lord by disobeying. But you need to understand that God is faithful to be able, even when we are unfaithful, he's still a faithful God. The other thing about a covenant, Nehemiah 1.5, God preserves a covenant. Any covenant that God has got for you, he will preserve it. He will protect it to make sure that it comes to pass. Another thing about a covenant is that God will confirm his covenant in your life. So, basically, that is what I can be able to share about the covenant of wealth. It is in the plan of God for us to walk in wealth. When we are wealthy, we'll never struggle to build this structure. When you are wealthy, you'll be a blessing. you employ people. They'll become a blessing to you. When you are wealthy, hautakuwa mzigo. Serikali saidia. Serikali saidia. Wanasifuwe sana. But you become a blessing even to other people. So, apart from giving, there is also hard work that you also need to do. God never blesses laziness. Praise be to the name of the Lord. The Bible says that God will bless the work. The work of your hands. There is something I admire. There are many things I don't like about uh, the Muslim. But there is something I like about them. About the issue of giving. Those people are givers. Have you ever seen when they have holidays? We have one in the neighborhood. From far and wide. And when they come, they go back home. And those people. What are we saying? When we become generous and also we bless even the poor, God will also be a great blessing unto us. So next week, we continue about the next covenant, the covenant of hell, uh, so that we can be able to connect to this covenant and we know it is a right for us to be able to enjoy this covenant. Father, we thank you. We worship you. Where we may have failed in giving the right offering, in giving the right tithe, we are coming to you. I want you to open your mouth right now and repent and just ask God, I have not been faithful. Lord, I have stolen from you. I ask for your mercy. I ask you to forgive me where I have not been faithful to give according to your word, to give my offering.